Yo, what's up, Bragger League? You're sitting here with your commission here, Mr. Uh, ben Jones, joined by my co-host, Mr. Brett McIntyre. What's up, Brett? Ben Jammin, not too much, man. Sounds like your internet connection is considerably better than mine. Well, it just so that we're really clear, that wouldn't be very difficult. Very true. Very true. <laughs> All right, also, Bragger League, we're joined by a couple of special guests this evening. We have Mr. ACT, Josie Gibbons. Glad to be here. And in addition to that, a very special guest, Mr. Stephen A. What's happening, Stephen? Hey, what's up, bros? Oh, welcome to the podcast. So let's let's get right to it. Hot off the press. Let's talk about this A-B news, right? So, Brett, talk to me. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, it, you know, it's crazy because he's shown such a pattern of being like a really good dude up to this point. So, I, you know, it's, it's really <laughs> surprising. I mean, like, it's just what a... I don't I don't understand how someone can make this just be this awful like on so many levels. Uh and that's really my only thoughts on it. It's just my goodness, this is a really bad dude. So so what you're saying is the transition from two teams in less than 6 months was was no indicator of the guy's character. No. No, it was it was not. It was it was the the biggest single indicator there could have been. And I really I don't I was never too excited about him in fantasy because I mean you know, if you can't make it work for John Gruden, who can make who can you make it work for? Yeah, excellent point, Joe. What are your thoughts? A B. Look, I I know these are real people, but honestly, my major concern right now is Julian Edelman's production, and this is good for that. So I'm just going to go with that. Yeah, what it is good. It is good for his production. What do you think about others, Jesse? Excellent. Total, totally selfless. I'm just trying not to take the ACT again. Come on. Look, that is the only way the situation really affects you, so, you know. It is. Steven, what are your thoughts? I think the dude's nuts. I agree. <laughs> I think he's nuts. I think he makes bad decisions. Pretty oh, much yeah. constantly. That's a good assessment. Yeah. And th- there you have it, straight from Steven. <laughs> All right, so – uh, my thoughts are, are pretty clear. Like, seems like the guy's pretty scummy. We know what should happen here. I think we're all in agreement. Um, so, immediately after the news broke, uh, I reached out to owner of Antonio Brown, Mr. Jonathan Geary, and asked him to make a statement. And the official statement from the Geary camp is as follows. He says, Antonio Brown has taught me two things. Number one, to never trust a man with a blonde mustache. And number two, to believe with all my heart that when Madden puts a man on the cover of their video game, they are somehow summoning demons of the very worst type. <laughs> Look, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I call on Jonathan Gary to release Antonio Brown and do the right thing and put him on the waiver wire. I, I would not feel comfortable with him on my team. <laughs> I just think I think he should release him. That's what I think he should do. He, he's a man of the cloth. He should do that. That's true. Let's see if we can let's see if we can get that going in the tech street. See if we can really shame him into dropping it. It's only right. What do you say, Steven? Yeah, I'd be down for that. Okay, so Ben, I noticed you got a new team name. And I would like, can I say something about it before you say something about it? Yeah. 
it feels good. It feels like it feels like whenever you know you have you have two best friends that never really knew each other, and then they meet and they become best friends because now you love the office and you have named your team after the office. So talk to me about it. So, so yeah. So last year I was the. I think at one point my my team way. Uh, maybe T Reed's team name was uh, Ben's never seen it, something like that. So yep. the yeah. the fact that I've transitioned in in one fantasy football season from literally not catching a single reference other than that's what she said to now making inside jokes with you guys about the office. So it's been quite the transition. It's been it's been fun to watch. Um, so my team name is dinner party so what i've chosen to do this year for my fantasy team names is i'm going to change my team name to whatever episode of the office i just most recently finished so nice you'll be busy yeah it's yeah it's gonna actually be a lot of changes which is really unfortunate uh but it's a commitment so hard to keep up with constant name changes yeah i mean so is this like one per week like the same day whatever episode you watch that day or every time you watch a new episode oh man uh well i haven't quite decided we'll see how it plays out i will admit to checking (laughs) i just tried to find jt's team and could not find it because he changed the name again yeah look i i'm a guy i i changed my team name i've been on prison mike it has not served me well so i had to go to dave matthews deep tracks only uh we'll see how it goes uh you know we'll see yeah, we'll see. So that's the, that's the history behind the new team name. We'll we'll see if it works. If all of a sudden I find myself on a several game losing streak, <laughs> chance that I could change it to some terrible pun based on players on my team, which is uh, much more my style. So anyway, we'll see how it goes. Stay tuned. We got a lot of season left. All right, so let's transition uh, into the podcast a little bit. Let's get enough of us here. Uh, so real quick, just a rundown of the podcast. What we're going to talk about is uh, on this particular episode, we want to do like matchup reviews, right? We want to talk about like, you know, who are some of the best matchups. Let's talk about like who had the biggest blowout, who, you know, scored the most points. What was, you know, maybe the closest matchup. Let's talk about who scored the least amount of points and let's give them some grief. Uh, and then we'll do something special at the end with uh, good starts of the week. So, uh, Brett, I'll turn it right over to you and let's uh, let's get into it. Yeah, so it only seems right. I'd love to get mine out of the way, and since I get to choose, I'm going to do that. Um, so I I got beat uh, almost almost by twice what I scored. Um, so so Josie Josie, aka I declare bankruptcy, uh, defeated me. Dave Matthews deep tracks only one thirty seven to seventy five. Uh, Josie had pretty consistent. Ten oh five for the record. I'm sorry. So we just need to go on the record here and say ten oh five. You guys will understand later. Keep going, Brett. Gotcha. Um, so Josie, what I think what had to have been really satisfying for Josie and probably Derrick Henry is that the, Derrick Henry scored twenty eight points after uh, against me after I just absolutely, you know, essentially insinuated that I wouldn't have even spent a dollar on him uh, on the last podcast. And so Josie's team across the board scored really, really well. Will Lutz, Evan Ingram, Baltimore's defense, Julian Edelman. Basically, everyone everyone scored better than everyone on my team, and therefore he won. Yeah, the the hot take on uh, Derrick Henry was ice cold after yes. this week. Truly embarrassing. Yeah, truly embarrassing. Uh, hey, let's let's switch it over to Josie real quick. So, Josie, we don't have to. 
Yeah, no, I, we need to. It's, it's only fitting. So, Joe, Mr. ACT, two back-to-back dead last finishes. Coming out week one, t- talk to me. 137.5, how does it feel? How does it feel to be on top? Look, besides the number of the points, I'm just thrilled not to have five injured players after week one. <laughs> I mean, my day was visibly different on Sunday. Last year this time, I was wanting to throw up, wanting to quit fantasy altogether, knew for sure I was taking the ACT again or whatever else punishment you guys dreamed up for me. Um, This year, Kelly commented multiple times that I was in a a very upbeat mood on Sunday because I just wasn't losing and I didn't have injured players. So forget the win. I'm just happy to not have injured players right now. Yeah, and that's that's a great point. You know, I've always uh, I've always said, you know, uh, happy fantasy team, happy marriage. That is so sadly true. There is truth to that. This, yeah, not yep. Some of my least proud moments of my life have been whenever I've been down significantly in fantasy. Uh, so I guess if 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 you guys have anything else to add to that, uh, please please don't. We'll move on to the next out uh, to the next matchup dinner party. Uh, the new the new office biggest fan against Date Mike, which is also a name change. Uh, this was previously Dirty Landry Matt. Now it is Date Mike. This was actually a great game. Um, this was a really really probably I mean just one of the matchups. It was a great matchup. Uh, probably matchup of the week. Can you think we could coin that? You think matchup of the week? <laughs> Asking for a friend, yeah. Uh, so I'm, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just saying, sure. I, I don't want to, I don't want to forecast anything too much here. But uh, yeah, this, this looked pretty good to me. Uh, ben, you want to talk about your big win over, over, JT? Yeah, for sure. I'll chime in a little bit. So I'll, I'll be honest. I, I was not in love with my team whenever the season started. Uh, really late pickups of uh, tight end Greg Olson, but you know. If you guys remember from the draft, I spit big on two players, right? DeAndre Hopkins and Dalvin Cook, and they both delivered. Nuke Hopkins with over 23, and Dal Cook got me 24. So, like, when your number one and your number two are producing like that, you got to feel good. Really impressed by my boy Mark Ingram. You know, the Ravens looked really good. Phil Rivers, uh, $1 quarterback. Mr. Consistent does it time in and time out. So, Really happy about the team. Uh, gonna have to see what happens with the old Darius guy situation since my boy T. Reed, the old chocolate and vanilla, has Adrian Peterson already. Gonna be tough to fill that void. So we'll see how it plays out. I just I just sent you an offer for him if you're interested. Oh, what is it? Uh, Njoku and Dante Pettis. It would upgrade your tight end situation greatly if you're you know something to think about. Did Dante Pettis play Sunday? He played, yeah, he did. He played two snaps. Oh, yeah. which is two more than you played. <laughs> How many snaps did you play? Well, yeah. All right. Uh, maybe. Sure. So is that I, a I don't know. Okay, yes. Yeah, it's, it's probably a, lot, a no. A lot of pressure to um, accept the trade on air. All right. He got seven whole yards. Well, that's seven more than I got. It almost infinitely. I don't know math good, but you know, I think that's like infinitely yeah, more. You don't than know zero. English good either. <laughs> no, I don't. So, if, um, 
Josh's team, I think Josh's team, Ben, I feel like you really dodged a bullet here because I feel like Josh's team is really dangerous. If you look, Devontae Adams didn't do much. Adele Beckham didn't do much. Now, granted, Marlon Mack and Larry Fitzgerald kind of played out of their mind. But, uh, I mean, Josh's team is good. Josh's team is explosive. For yeah, sure. for sure. I was really happy to get out of here with a W. <laughs> um, I looked a little nervous going into, uh, you know, the mon- the Monday night games. Really needed my guys to deliver, and uh, and they did. Aside from the Denver goose egg, that was interesting. But, uh, uh, yeah, no, I mean, Josh has a great team. I think we put him in the top six whenever, uh, whenever we forecasted last week. So, really happy to skate out of here with a win. For sure. Um, moving on to the next. Sorry, Stu just sent something to the group chat, so uh, that blocked my view. Uh, wait, wait, Stu next, sent something uh, to the group chat. Go figure. Yeah, this is. Yeah, so moving on to the next uh, matchup, the Nard Dogs, which I think is a really good team name. I kind of wish I'd thought of it honestly. The Nard Dogs defeated Aunt Pam's Revenge. Can anybody explain that? Oh, Aunt Pam with the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay. Ne- ne- uh, next special guest we'll have. Um, we'll, we'll have to get Grubs and and Josh T and and Justin Russell on to explain the Aunt, the Aunt Pam story. I we I just couldn't do it justice. So we'll 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 post on that. Okay. So um, wait wait to talk. Okay. What you don't know is the entire group's <laughs> laughing at what we're saying, and you're you're completely isolated. So I apologize. <laughs> Like high school. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, so, uh, gosh, y'all, group, the group chat won't shut up. I can't look at anything. Um, okay, so Nard Dogs played really well. The Nard Dogs have a good team. Um, their team just got better with Antonio Brown news, too, here, because uh, Josh Gordon is going to stay much more relevant. Yeah. Uh, they beat up on – now, I, I would like to say Logan Grubbs did – directly blamed me for this like he didn't he didn't hint around it he directly said Austin Eckler scored this many points more than carry on Johnson did and this is the amount of points that I lost by game over something to that effect so he didn't say like it would have been nice if he didn't he directly blamed me for this deal for the for hey, classic grubs <laughs> now I will say Austin Eckler Austin Eckler looked good he made me look very very dumb for trading him so congrats congrats Justin I'll get over it eventually yeah, let's let's not speed past uh, the Tevin Coleman news. So, you know, Grubbs Grubbs claimed he did not have a great tra- draft. Looks like he was really banking on Coleman, and looks like he's going to miss a few weeks. So, you know, early early season yes. looking pretty pretty grim, especially acquiring uh, Devontae Freeman, who put up a whopping I don't know three points. So. I think I think fire up fire up Miles Sanders. Just give him a shot. Maybe he'll break out. Just go nuts. I'm for it. I'm just saying. Um, anything else you want to talk about with this one, Josie? Josie, Steven, you got anything to add about about J Ball and Grubsy? All right. Yeah. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next matchup uh, got me in my feelings. Now I'm really really glad. I'm really really oh, glad. Yeah. That Stephen uh, is there to discuss this, and I'm really glad that somebody scored lower than me this week, although it was not by much. Welcome. Um, this was the pillow fight of the week. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, let's see. This was this was a little let's bit. See if we can get these fight. scores up next week. So, got me in my feelings. You, 
you know, I mean, you just look and your kicker did really, really well. And you spent $2 on him. You you paid up for Greg the leg and he, he put the team on his back and kind of crumbled underneath the weight as you would expect him to do. He's a kicker. Um, But, you know, (laughs) now one, one big storyline from this game is Stu Shoemake losing Tyreek Hill. Ben, is there anything you'd like to say to Stu about that? Suck it, Stu. (laughs) (laughs) You deserve deserve this. this. And your your $58 Tyreek Hill. Oh, man. Uh, I'd I'd love to hear how Stu's feeling right now. Now, Ben, you do have Nicole Hardman. Maybe y'all could swing a deal, strike something up. He's got a couple guys that I, I could see you making that deal for. Just something to think about. Oh, I'll I'll look into it. What What do you think about right. offering Nicole Hardeman for Christian McCaffrey? What do you think my chances are? You never know until you try in fantasy. That's what you I know. Fantasy say. is a game about questions. That's true. That's true. Um, Stephen, asking for a friend. How you feeling about OG Howard? Uh. Uh, I don't know, man. Good, I guess. Just you know, somebody somebody told me to ask about that. Uh, it doesn't matter who. Um, anything else to say, Stephen? You got anything? Anything you want to say about your matchup? Man, I don't know. None of my none of my starters did very much this week. I'm hoping maybe they'll show up next week. I mean, I, I know that there's like I. I know that there's possibilities there. Like, they should have produced better, but it's just a tough week, man. Nothing happened. We, My bench did really well. Yes, yeah, Sammy Watkins. Steven, yeah, tell me, Stephen, t- tell me, t- what's it like to watch Sammy Watkins go absolutely nutso on your bench? Uh, as I was watching it, I, I texted Justin and said, had I started him, he might would have gotten six points. <laughs> uh, because I've, I've owned him in, in years past, and that's kind of the – the way it goes, you bench him. He does that is well, so true. You might get five or six out of him. If it makes you but feel we'll any better, next week, if it I'm makes you feel any week. better, had you started him, you still would have lost. That does, that does not. Does that make you? Does that make you feel better? <laughs> now, Stephen, are you the type? Are you the type? Did that affect your mood at all on Sunday, or was it just like whatever, man? Uh, it was pretty frustrating, but uh, big shout out to my wife for. Uh, you know, getting my head back in the, the actual game of life instead of fantasy football. Fair. Very, That's very right. Fair. Shout out to Wit Dog. Hey, Bragg Elite Podcast, shout out to Wit Dog. Good we job, Wit Dog. We see you. Congrats. Good job. All right. So, um, all right. I guess on, uh, we, gave, we gave that one a good, bit of, uh, a good bit of discussion there. So, moving on to, um, let's see. Tyler Reed, aka Romosexuals, against Scrantonicity uh, in uh, a family matchup here. Um, and, and Romosexuals ran away with it. I mean, we there's a, there's a move that that T Reed made that we're going to talk about a little bit later, I think. But uh, overall, just a solid performance, and not not a lot of boom aside from Butker and the Jets' defense for Gary. Yeah, any any time that uh, your kicker and defense outscore your quarterback and all three receivers, it's 
going to be tough to win. Right. That's that's not what you want. Like, you know, you got Zach Ertz, you got Williams. I don't – I mean, I Antonio Brown is going to play. Like, I really don't. I, I, I joked earlier about him releasing him. I don't think he's going to play. Like, I just don't see how he can stay not crazy enough to, to get on the field this year. Yeah, I don't know if you heard the news. He's actually under some investigation. Um, might might also hinder his playing time. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like that, like <laughs> that's I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So let's also. That's not good. It would be unjust if we did not mention that uh, Gary and his flex started Naheem Hines. <clears throat> um, may we never forget that that spot was filled by Delaney Walker who he dropped before the matchup and undoubtedly went for, you know, 80 and a couple of scores. So what a, what a shame that whole thing. I mean, geez, the whole Delaney Walker debacle, that, that, that whole thing was just a shame. Yeah. Really unfortunate. Sad, sad all the way. Seems like we've talked. All right. So last, last matchup, uh, we do have to talk about it. Make America great again. Uh, scored 140, a whopping 140 points, tops in the league, and defeated Threat Level Midnight, who also put up a highly respectable 117. Uh, that would have defeated one, two, three, four, five, six other teams in the league. Unfortunately, though, it's still a loss to Make America great again. Ben, you want to talk about this one? Yeah, sure. So, uh, you know, there's there's part of me that wants to, uh, you know, stick up for my wife. And, and that's pretty much the general trend, um, except when it comes to fantasy football. So as great as her team was, uh, she lost to quite a performance. So as much as we gave Stu Hinton grief about his uh, we did Very studs much. and uh, awfulness, I mean, his guys, his guys showed up to play, right? T.Y. with 20 and Deshaun Jackson with a rock-solid 27. Like, anytime your guys do that, you're going to feel good about your performance. So, shout-out to – I mean, shout-out to Stu Hinton, all right? We gave him a lot of heck. We, we probably yeah. eaten our words a little bit. Um, I, I, I oh, think yeah. that's how it's going to be for, for the year, though. I mean, I think if, if Hilton and Deshaun Jackson both would have had – you know, 60 yards a piece, it, we're looking at 80 points here from Stu Hinton, right? So it's, it's quite, a, quite a difference. Um, and I think, uh, I think it's going to be fun to watch. Um, but, you know, w- we'll see. On Shelby's side, look, LJAX went just ape crap crazy. So that was – Yeah, that's right. Back, According man. to Shelby, that was her draft target at quarterback. So good, <laughs> good move for her. Like, you really hate to see a disappointing – start like that for Mike Evans and Mike Williams going down late probably wouldn't have had an effect on his day. Um, but, uh, give her a shout out for the rookie. So she was high on Josh Jacobs and Chris Carson, uh, man. Josh man. Jacobs, so, yeah. so a stat popped up last night during the game when everyone else was asleep and I was probably the only one up watching it. Uh, that, yeah, oh, no, so I was only the only other player to go for over a hundred yards and two touchdowns in their debut was a little guy named Ladanian Tomlinson. So, if that is any foreshadowing of, I've heard of him. yeah, he is my favorite women's softball player. I'm not sure that he played women's softball. 
Might have. Might have. <laughs> Dead air. Props to Shelby right. though. Starting so, Lamar Jackson, um, Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs. She's got some some good good talent on her team. I think she's going to be in a good position. I mean, she reached for some right, players right that nobody else is going for, and they really panned out. So. She's gonna be good. correct. That's 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 that really is true. Like Josh, like the Josh Jacobs pick, you know, was not. It's kind of you know, it was like eating healthy cereal. Kind of like eh, it's not my favorite, but it yeah. turned out. Great. Mark Andrews too. Like if LJX is the real deal, Andrews. You know, Mark Andrews looks to be set up for uh, for a great year. So we'll see. Yeah, I think uh, I think I think when she drafted Jackson, she really hit Lamarck. Uh, uh, <laughs> do you, did yeah, you hear me? I mean, I was worried that maybe you didn't hear me because nobody laughed. But uh, I'm over loud it. So yeah, moving give on. Give it a three out of ten. Uh, last thing I'll say, Shelby's really high on Breida. Looks like the Coleman injury is going to shape up well for her. So that, that's it. Great great matchup. This this one was fun to watch. Uh, Stu Hinton, 140. Mad props. So we do have some awards that we'd like to hand out uh, every week. I don't know. Would you call them awards, Ben? Uh, you know, just, just kind of some – just, just a couple highlights. Uh, so most points went to Stu Hinton. We've already we talked about him enough. Um, uh, you know we can't we can't give him any more than we've already given him. Best matchup. Now, I think personally, I think Ben Ben, you'd be reluctant to cr- crown yourself with this, but dinner party versus date Mike, one thirty to one nineteen. I would like to give that best matchup. Uh, how about least points? You want to take you want to. Uh, do the honors. You want to let Steven do yes. the honors? Hey, St- let's let Steven do the honors. So, Steven, um, do you let us know who scored the least amount of points this week? Uh, I couldn't tell you, man. I'm not really into fantasy these days. <laughs> that seems clear. <laughs> I don't even like it. <laughs> so, the next segment is the, the Cajones start of the week, um, which is basically when you went, like, full Leroy Jenkins – and you started you started somebody you were like whatever man i'm throwing caution to the wind and i'm and i'm starting somebody in in the cojones start of the week goes to t reed for starting michael gallup and but look, i say that that's second number 1 is josh thompson starting Kid larry Mittens, baby. his flex going for 17 going for 17 so number 2 honorable mention t reed uh, started Michael Gallup, who had a great game, and then JT started Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, we gotta, you gotta give props to those guys, um, JT with Kit Mittens. So it's J- Josie pointed out multiple times earlier as we were preparing for the podcast that that Josh had to surpass uh, Sterling Shepard. He had to pass on Sterling Shepard, Rashad Penny, or Peyton Barber, uh, who all we would have likely considered as better and or at least the same as Larry Fitzgerald projected points wise all of those guys looked uh to be in more favorable matchups and so the, definitely shout out to Josh Thompson on starting kit my man kitten mittens uh really strong uh, 113 in a touch um I also so for the league here Brett would be hesitant to crown himself but I'm going to give her an honorable mention as well to uh, Brett for starting uh, tight end Waller from the Oakland Raiders. Um, anybody that happened to watch the game, Waller looks like the truth, um, and it'll be exciting to see 
him throughout the year. So uh, honors go to JT for Larry Fitzgerald, uh, T. Reed himself for Michael Gallup, and then Brett gets one uh, for Waller. Uh, it's really funny that you say – it's really funny that you say I'm hesitant to crown myself because, like, whenever I, I sent you the message, like, hey, we should do this where we do the Cajone Star of the Week. By the way, I'm starting Darren Waller. If he does well, I really think I should get Cajone Star of the Week. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's just something to think about. Um, so, all right, I would like so, to amend my statement. Uh, Brett has no shame in letting us know that he feels like Darren Waller was a great start. <laughs> As it, turns out, as it turns out, as it turns out. All right. So we, we have, we would like to leave you with the thought. Um, and I really think we owe this to Steven. We've, he's gotten kind of a hard time. So maybe Steven can read the Sammy Watkins quote since, since he will be starting Sammy Watkins this week, I assume. Oh, you better believe anybody. I'm, I'm, I'm you getting, you want to read this quote this week. I promise you. <laughs> Okay, uh, Sammy Watkins, I'm a whole different species. I'm convinced I'm not a human, never was. I'm more like an advanced reptilian solar being. I'm very powerful. <laughs> it kind of scares me, LOL. <laughs> that is a real, real Sammy Watkins from, quote. From the Lizard King himself. Uh, well, c- coming at you live here, Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Brent down in Louisiana. Um, we'll turn it over to some closing thoughts here. Steven, what you got as we head out? Don't count me out yet, man. I'm not taking the ACT. Joe, I am really looking forward to giving my calculator to someone else this year. <laughs> Brett. In the words of the great Andy Bernard, Andy Bernard does not lose contests. He wins them or he quits them because they are unfair. <laughs> and and I'll end it with uh, can't win them all unless you win the first one so it's that'll true. be it for us this week fellas uh, we'll come at you with round two this week probably on Thursday or Friday we'll see you out there on the gridiron later Peace. boys